Good morning. This is Rainy Dankel, Associate Rector at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia. I'm glad that you've joined me today for our service of morning prayer. We'll be using the Book of Common Prayer, beginning on page 80. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia, Christ the Lord has ascended into heaven. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. In this time between Ascension and Pentecost, we continue with our use of the Easter canticle, Christ our Passover, found on page 83. Alleluia, Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Alleluia. The psalm appointed for today is the first half of Psalm 105, found on page 738 of the prayer book. Psalm 105, verses 1 through 22. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, and speak of all his marvelous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Search for the Lord and his strength. Continually seek his face. Remember the marvels he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O offspring of Abraham, his servant, O children of Jacob, his chosen. He is the Lord our God, his judgments prevail in all the world. He has always been mindful of his covenant, the promise he made for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, the oath that he swore to Isaac which he has established as a statute for Jacob, an everlasting covenant for Israel, saying, To you will I give the land of Canaan to be your allotted inheritance. When they were few in number, of little account, and sojourners in the land, wandering from nation to nation and from one kingdom to another, he let no one oppress them and rebuked kings for their sake, saying, Do not touch my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Then he called for a famine in the land and destroyed the supply of bread. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They bruised his feet in fetters. His neck they put in an iron collar. Until his prediction came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the peoples set him free. He set him as a master over his household, as a ruler over all his possessions, 
to instruct his princes according to his will, and to teach his elders wisdom. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. So this psalm is, recites some of the history of the people of Israel, beginning with the covenant that God made with Abraham, that he would make him a, the father of a great nation. And then it reminds us that Isaac and Jacob are the, the son and grandson of Abraham. And finally, Joseph, one of Jacob's many children, who's sold into slavery by his brothers who are jealous of him. And as a slave in Egypt, he comes to the attention of the Pharaoh and is set up as a master over Pharaoh's household. And that's as far as the story goes today. In the second half of the psalm, uh, we, we learn more about uh, God's ways with the people of Israel, leading them out of slavery in Egypt. So the verse I'm concentrating on is verse 8. God has always been mindful of his covenant, the promise he made for a thousand generations. It reminds me that God has not deserted us, that God has promised to be our God and has offered us a covenant, a relationship with God in which we live according to his will and prosper as we carry out his righteousness and his, ju and his justice. I think in this time when we all feel challenged by the events around us, <clears throat> when we're trying to learn what it means to care for our neighbor and to preserve uh, the livelihood and the lives of the people around us, seeking to understand what it means to live as a covenant people, a people called together by God to live according to his purposes, presents a challenge to us and also a source of comfort that God did not desert the people of Israel when they were in slavery in Egypt. God has not deserted us now. God is faithful to, to the covenant he has made with us as his children. Our task is to understand what our role is in helping to carry out, to live faithfully in that covenant, despite the difficulties that we face. Our prayers continue on page 97. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Suffrages be. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. The Collect for the Sunday after Ascension Day. O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. 
do not leave us comfortless, but send us your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to that place where our Savior Christ has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. A prayer in the morning. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I am to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I am to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I am to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I am to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words and give me the spirit of Jesus. Amen. We pray for the sick. Jesus, you reached out in love to offer healing to those around you. Give comfort to all who are suffering and in need, the lonely, the homeless, the unemployed, those struggling with disease, especially Anna, Barbara, Carolyn, Bill, Lynn, Janet, Beecham, Cynthia and Rhonda, Linda, and those we name now. May they be strengthened in their weakness and have confidence in your loving care through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We pray for all those who are working on behalf of us. Merciful God, protect those who labor on behalf of others and stir our imaginations to pray for all who are working to keep us safe, fed, and healthy. For our leaders and for farmers and food workers, for first responders, drivers, and housekeepers, and for all medical workers, especially Joe, Michelle, Sid, Susan, Barbara, Kent, Devon, Radcliffe, Joel, Kip, Jeffrey, Todd, Shelby, Rachel, Mary, Matt, Jenny, Sarah, Barry, John, Alan, Mark, Amy, Deborah, Kathleen, Mike, Melissa, Chris, Caroline, Laura, Michelle, Joy, and those we name now. Strengthen them with your life-giving spirit that the health of the community may, may be restored to the glory of your name. Amen. We pray for those we love. Almighty God, we entrust all who are dear to us to your never-failing care and love for this life and the life to come, knowing that you are doing for them better things than we can desire or pray for. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We pray for the mission of the church. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, 
may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. We sum up all our prayers as we pray together the general thanksgiving found on page 836. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again in which we are raised to the life of your kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him at all times and in all places, I give thanks to you in all things. Amen. I leave you with this blessing. Glory to God, whose power working in you can do infinitely more than you can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. May you be blessed this day. Go in peace.